Have you ever heard of the phrase, life is what happens when you make other plans? I may have a counter to that. This might be one you don't want to miss. See you there. The Midweek Muscle Podcast. The Midweek Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Good morning, good people. Happy Wednesday. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good people, or whenever you're deciding to listen in to this cast. Not only do I thank you for lending your time, the talents of your ears and the treasures of your time to listen into this cast. But I also know that it cannot be done without an immense amount of gratitude from yours truly. So for that, I thank you. Thank you so much. Now, for those of you tuning in for the first time, oh my gosh, thank you. Like I can't even, I can't even dig deep enough even in this moment, I can't even dig deep enough to to pull out all of the words because you guys just really don't know how much it means to me. It's funny because you guys don't even know how much I talk about you on a weekly basis, including every time I go to speak in front of a crowd. It's like we're a unit. So when I'm speaking to people about me because I hate speaking about me, I talk about you guys. <laughs> and I talk about how you blow me away all the time. Um, and I just, I don't have enough words, but just know that whenever you're tuning in and if you're joining the crew, that you're going right on top of the list with everyone else that has been with us, the rest of us, uh, on this journey, uh, with the midweek muscle, whether you've been here for episode one or you're just joining, yes, you're on the list. And uh, I thank you for that. And just know how much you impact the people that I'm in front of. Uh, and so thank you for that. And I hope you receive that because this morning, sometimes when you're getting started on your day, it feels good to get some instant gratification like that. But anyways, I'm a little late because I woke up a little bit, bit late. And y'all, I have a confession to make. I think my kid is over me, like completely over it, completely over it. Why? Why do I say that? Well, uh, he does Taekwondo. Um, It is a martial art form, if you don't know what that is. And um, with obviously the COVID restrictions and what have you, um, the students aren't allowed to touch each other, nor is the master instructor um, supposed to like be hands on with them, teaching them things. So with a sport, a physical sport like Taekwondo um, is very difficult for the, te- the, the, the master or the sensei to teach. So what he did yesterday was he asked students if you have a brother or sister. And they're okay coming out here. Please bring them out. If you have a family member that's around in the audience and you can bring them out, please bring them out. And so what does my kid do? He says, mom, come on. And we practice at the house very loosely. 
And uh, so I'm somewhat familiar. But now we're on a hard gym floor, like because, you know, the dojo is, is big, is big, but it's really takes place in the gym. So we're not on the comfortable little pad mats that are in a small, tight knit dojo. We're actually on a gym floor because it serves to the the spacing needs that we need for social distance. And his classes are huge. He has to section them off into force. Sometimes that's how big it is. Anyways, we love them. We just love being a part of their dojo. But anyways, uh, it's on a hard gym floor and he has to practice his self-defense moves. <laughs> and mind you, let's set the stage really quick here. My, my kiddo, I am his <laughs> mom and his interim teacher and his disciplinarian and his uh, playing basketball, Uno, whatever you want to call it, his recreational buddy. And, you know, because we're just so limited in where we can go and what we can do. And I believe in getting outdoors and being out. Um, and even that time it's getting limited because it's getting cold. Oh, did y'all turn on your heat, by the way? It was over for me this week when uh, I think it was like yesterday or two days ago when I woke up and it was like 30 something degrees outside. I'm like, oh, uh-uh. We got to turn on the heat. So <laughs> some of y'all are still thugging it out. I see you. I see you not turning on the heat. I had to. I'm sorry. I was cold. I was tired of being a cold, especially when I'm home all day. Mm, cold. Um, it was starting to interrupt my back, but sorry, I got completely sidetracked. So it's starting to get cold outside. And so our things outside are even becoming limited. So I've got to get this boy out and doing things right. Instead of being in the house all day. So anyways, uh, we, we're staying connected to physical activity and, and all those things, but I'm serving all those roles in my child's life. Again, like interim teacher, like disciplinarian teacher, disciplinarian mom, and then the recreational buddy. And so we, here was his chance. If he felt like he wanted to slam me, mm, <laughs> I guess in his mind, he said, now's the time to do it. And I knew it was going through his head too, because I said, you know what, JJ, don't you dare slam me to this floor and have me hurting. And he was like, okay, okay. I said, I will, I will for real, like punch you. And he was like, okay, okay, okay. I'll make sure. And so he was very gentle. Uh, he has like 22 self-defense moves he has to do. And I enforce with him that he has to try to do it right, even if it makes me scared. Right? <laughs> because I'm sorry, friends, but a, a fist flying to your face, your normal reaction is you want to flinch. But for their one steps or their, their self-defense moves, you have to be focused and you have to be still. And so... Yes, it's scary because you're afraid that this 10 year old might slip and punch your like just for real, knock some teeth out. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, OK, do it right. And I'm watching him and his moves and making sure that he's fluid, but also giving the right amount of strength. And you can just tell his intensity was increasing step after step. And then there was this one move where I was just caught off guard because I didn't realize he was going to sweep me and bang, I hit the ground so hard. <laughs> he took me 
out, good people. And he, and he finished, like, instead of seeing if I was okay, (laughs) he finished his process. So it was like, not only was it enough to take me out and sweep me on my, on, on my feet, he like followed through with all of his moves until there was a fist right in my face on the ground as I'm wailing in pain because I landed on my shoulder. I was like, you hurt me. And he's like doing his little key up instead. <laughs> I know you, it's like one of those things where you have to be there to see it, but just the sheer amount of, of just everything happening. I was on the ground, like screaming at him, like you hurt me. And he's finishing through with the move. And so that's where we're going uh, today. Good people. I, I don't have much prepared for you and I'm sorry for that. It took me forever to explain this story. Uh, but I want us to zero in on, uh, the actions of my son. And that's, and that friends is how I know he, he was ready to take me out. And that's how I know he was tired of me. He was ready to slam me. Uh, but I don't necessarily believe that he was having fun and he enjoyed that. I was a part of his process. So parents, if you can hear me, if there's one process that your kid allows you to be a part of, do it and do it without complaints because it's making a world of a difference to them. I know this because the doctors say so. Um, and I see it demonstrated in my kid's life, uh, pretty regularly. So, you know, just a little side note, if you're, if you don't have any kids and you're just with students and kiddos all day, try to find those moments because think about how many times I get told no all day. It's a lot. So it's nice when they aren't told no and you join in, but moving on, like, you know, I I said at the beginning of the episode, do you, have you ever heard of this idea of life is what happens when you make other plans? Some of y'all may have scoffed and said, well, yeah, this year, um, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about what I shared with, uh, my audience this week, uh, earlier this week. And it's just that idea of, I know, I know, I know deep down in my heart, I know that some of you guys are ready to toss this year away. I know it, but we still have November of all of October, November and December. And what I will say to you is try not to be so quick to throw this year away. Try, try really hard not to try to throw this year away. Why? Because there's still, there's still something to be, to be revered for this year. There's still something that can be garnered in this year. There's still something that can be fostered in this year. There's still something that can be gained in this year. Even if we've lost so much, there's still something that we can build momentum with in this year. And I say that. Because just like my son, he could have stopped in his focus once he saw me hit the ground and started screaming, ow, you hurt me. He finished, he followed through. Now, how many times do we tell other people to finish what you start? How many times do you tell people to focus and follow through? If you're a coach, you know what I'm talking about right now. If you're a coach of any sports team, you know that you probably tell your team to follow through no matter what they're doing. Defense, follow through on the block. 
uh, try to get, try to draw the charge, try to draw the foul. If it's basketball, uh, layups, if you're on offense, follow through with your shot, follow through with your form, uh, swimming, follow through with your strokes, uh, boxing, follow through with your motion, like any sport. I'm sure as a coach, you tell your athletes that all the time, uh, as a teacher, you probably finish your work. Follow through with finishing your work. If you're even having access to kids right now, because in some of the audiences that I'm in front of, people just gave up. Yes, there are people out there that just that are just saying like, yep, we just going to take the loss on this year for my kid in school. And uh, yeah, we're just not doing it this year. So there's there's kids out there that are not even gaining access to people like you who are looking on ways on how to engage them right um and then you know any other thing like if you're at work oh you better not miss a deadline or come in late or leave early or any of those things because there's rules against it right because they want you to what follow through and so i say that if if you can manage those concepts for every other realm in life then Let's look at our our own for a second and say, okay, following through is a big deal. Now, what I what I saw demonstrated with my son yesterday is that I am asking him constantly to follow through on something, whether it be schoolwork, whether it be chores, whether it be uh, finishing a sentence when he's excited. I'm always asking him to follow through to finish it, like finish what you start. Now. To see him actively so focused yesterday to finish his self-defense moves, even though I'm wailing, that was a bonus. And that's why I was like, I need to quit being a punk because he was just doing what he's supposed to do. Um, it was not my, it's not his problem that I wasn't aware of that sweep coming to knock me on the floor. Uh, but he was following through. And so I say that, in, in full fidelity, good people, that I know that this has been a tough one. This this year has been a tough go. And things aren't necessarily what we thought they'd be. However, things are not completely lost. Things are not completely lost. In the realm of where we are, everything is not lost. Some things are. And so if we stop following through, we can start stacking up the chips there too, right? Uh, well, that went by the wayside. Yep, that went by the wayside. Yep, that's done. If you're if you're listening in to me and you're like, lady, it's too late. I've already given up on a lot of things. Okay, okay, okay. But think about some of the things that you haven't given up on yet. Some of the things that you're still attempting to do every single day. How does that build momentum for the things that you've tabled or set off to the side? See, when I was in front of uh, the audiences yesterday, um, I, I still had this, this, this idea and this, this, this projected movement of there are still a lot of cards on the table to make this year count. And that's all we're asking you to do. We're not asking you to do anything more than just recognize the possibilities of what exists right now. Now, I'm not saying reach for the stars here. You know, this may not be the year where you're trying to capture everything in sight. No, it's just let's not leave on the table what is still currently active, right? And let's not 
Let's not forget that some things that we've tabled or shelved to the side can very easily be thrown back into momentum once you start to follow through. Now, um, y'all know I love to read and y'all know I love to get insight, but I read this and it was just monumental. So, and I say this for all of my people out there that go to bed just incredibly exhausted from the day because of so much going on because I'm not exempt from that, which is why I woke up late this morning and this is coming to you a little late. So I'm sorry, good people. I'm sorry. But is this the secret of Kime or tightening the mind is to exclude all extraneous thoughts, thoughts that are not concerned with achieving your immediate goal. Now to move forward, The author moves on and says, when the mind is tight, it is calm and able to maintain strength and reserve. And then there will be room for only one thought, which will fill the person's entire being as water fills a picture. A person wastes an enormous amount of energy because they did not localize and focus the mind. In life, as well as on the mat, an unfocused or loose mind wastes energy. And the rebuttal is, well, if I can't empty my mind of other thoughts, then what? Then Your mind isn't tight. And we know that that's a circular statement. Now that, that, that quote and that, that saying came from Joe Hyams, uh, when he was training with Bruce Lee. So that's why you hear the words like Kime for martial arts. Um, and so that's the idea folks. Like I I don't have anything necessarily profound in, in this moment or in this realm, but I will say that, man, there's something about tightening your mind and focusing in on whatever that is in front of you at the moment. Instead of throwing out ideas about the what if or the oh my gosh what if or oh my gosh what if is is speaking in hypotheticals and sometimes unless you're planning for the thing that you're trying to achieve right because that that's very much a reality. But if you're in the middle of doing something and you're worried about something unrelated, what if you're wasting your mind and energy on a lot of things? And friends, I'm going to say that was gold to me this week because, you know, I go to bed super exhausted because I'm trying to spin my wheels on multiple things in multiple arenas while I'm doing the thing right in front of me. And so let that be a notion to uh, all of you who are still continuing on the path to doing a task every single day. A lot of us may be without jobs and I get that and I understand that, but you haven't lost your skills. You haven't lost all of your resources or your networks or your contacts. You haven't lost the ability to ask for help from a close friend or a loved one who can give you that insight. Friends, I have been tapping into all of these energies lately. But when I am spending that time with them, that is the time that I give because I understand the possibilities of what can exist right now. And that is just simply 
getting focused on the thing that I need to do so I can follow, follow through because this year isn't over yet. And there's still cards on the table. We don't know what's moving and in what directions they're moving because things are always changing. But I tell you what, life is what happens when we make other plans, but we also have to realize, man, maybe it's because our mind isn't tight, according to the author here. Or maybe it's because we're filling the space for multiple thoughts when it should be just room for one. All right, good people. That's what I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining in with me. I aim to keep these uh, moments short, sweet, and spicy. Why? Because you're busy and you have a lot of things to do. And two, to give you peaceful and positive perspective to add value to your day or to your week. So you can attempt to get over the hurdles that tend to hold us back and hold us up. The head and heart issues, building confidence, building self-esteem to get through those barriers. And I tell you, those barriers are long and tall right now. But I'll tell you what, you're long, you're, you're greater, you're faster, and you're stronger. And I tell you what, you have a little ounce of perspective that someone else walking into their day doesn't. So that makes you exceptional. Thank you. Good people. I love you. If you haven't heard it already today, that's a second dose. If you, I'm sorry, if you haven't heard it already today, that's your first dose. It's really coming from the heart and just know that I take you with me wherever I go. I love you guys. And I thank you. And I'll see you this time here next week, probably earlier. Thank you and have a great week. And remember, let's focus on achieving the thing and following through because there's still cards left on the table. And for that, good people, we'll see you. And as always, let's go.